bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello, yes indeed, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. What about you? Hope you're all keeping very well out there. And I have to say... The last episode on the podcast there, episode 7, was probably one of the biggest episodes that we could possibly bring you. So this one might pale a little in comparison. Yeah, because on the last one we talked to all the big names, all the big guns there of, yeah, live in Ireland. That was just amazing. And I'm still kind of pinching myself. You know, I got talking to Bill Livingston, Reed Maxwell, Stephen Mc... Ah, come on. I'm going to start listing names again. But yeah, if you haven't caught the last episode of the podcast and this is your first time listening, welcome. Hello. Good to have you. <laughs> what I'm finding is that people are joining in, even now that we're like, what, is this episode 8 now? Now that we're 8 episodes in, people are only just now finding the podcast. So where have you been? We've been here for ages. But yes, we are the show for the piping folk. So, if it has bagpipes in it, around it, near it, even looking at it sideways, we're the show for you. Bagpipes are our thing. We have talked about it on previous podcasts as it being its own little subculture. And it is. It really is. So, yeah, we target that target audience, so to speak. So, yeah, enough waffling, Rab. Let's get to it. Time for the piping news. Right, let's talk about the giant big elephant that's in the room. I didn't get much of a chance to talk about it on the live show this week on Fuse because we had so many technical difficulties and everything and the live stream was down, then the system that played all the music and the tunes, it went down. It was just all sorts of messed up. So I didn't get a chance really to get through this story and I wanted to talk about it. So the podcast is a good excuse to talk to you about it. The Pipe Band Association of Australia. And I pause for effect. Because everyone knows exactly what I'm going to be talking about. For those of you in the piping world. I'm sure you've all been following the goings on down under. Now the whole thing with the city of Whitehorse. And people getting banned and suspended. And then the band itself got banned or suspended or something like that. And then all of these... Kind of like first of all, it started off with allegations of financial misdoings, and then suddenly the police were called, and I think there was an investigation, and certain treasurers were were asked to leave. Uh, scary stuff. Well, they've now since hired in. Well, not hired in, but uh, you know, someone else had to fill the treasurer spot, so someone's now doing that job. And in the process, an investigation was was taken. And thanks to PipesDrums.com, they reported the story. This was all according to a report on PipesDrums.com, who quoted anonymous sources for providing them with all of this information. Yeah, 
It's just sad. No matter what way you look at it, the story broke. Apparently, the Pipe Band Association in Australia are currently looking at financial losses at over 180,000 Australian dollars. Now that is scary biscuits. Now, this, as I say, follows the appointment of a new treasurer and, you know, ongoing police investigations. It's just, uh, it's just horrible. It really is. And my every sympathy goes out to both the membership of the Australian Association plus the officials of the association as well. I do have a level of sympathy for them too because there's no winner in this situation. Nobody wins. So it's just a terrible, terrible situation and I really hope the association in Australia can manage to get on top of things and start to see light at the end of the tunnel because I really don't see a way forward at the moment. It's just really, really bleak. So for those of you who haven't been following the story, I'm not going to go back and start reporting on stuff that happened months ago but go and check out pipesdrums.com they have the full article up there they detail everything that happened and it's, it's a pretty long article i think it's like eight pages long something like that but it's very interesting and yeah they have you know quotes from sources and all the rest and um us here on the rab show now i'll be perfectly honest with you because i can be here in the podcast we received a lot of messages from Australian members from the association, and it's not just members, but yeah, from bandsmen, women, even from concerned fans, and even some parents as well, because a lot, a lot of kids are involved in the piping scene in Australia, and a lot of them kind of echo what we've been saying that it's we're not trying to be vicious in any way about this whole situation, or even pick sides and say that one was right and the other was wrong. I think the overwhelming feeling for everyone who's contacted the show is just one of concern. People are really genuinely worried about how the piping scene in Australia is going to come out of this. Now, we did catch a bit of flack. We re- we shared the pipesanddrums.com. Uh, we shared out their story because we do think that, you know, our listeners would be interested in it. And we caught a bit of flack. Yeah, people were saying that we should keep our nose out and this is, you know, none of our business and the international audience shouldn't have a running commentary on on other people's dirty laundry. Now, I kind of took exception to this because, yeah, if the same thing happened to the associations here in Northern Ireland or even in Scotland, I'm sure people internationally would be interested. And I'm sure it's not from, you know, kind of a point the finger and laugh kind of thing. It's kind of, you know, out of sheer concern and thinking, you know, is there anything really that other associations could possibly help? I I don't know. I don't know. I'm only throwing it out there. But yeah, we did catch a bit of flack. There's some members of the association in Australia who think that we really shouldn't have shared out that report. And yeah, that Pipes and Drums shouldn't have reported that story and should have kept it to themselves don't know there's a lot of train of thought on it but uh yeah for us here in the rap show especially for speaking for myself personally i wanted to talk about it because it's happening and things in the piping association in australia could be in a much healthier place than where they are now and it's just so sad 
yeah, so you guys down there in sunny Australia, I really hope there's going to be a happy ending to the story because it's been going on for far too long. And if anything, I think now from memory, it's been rolling on since long before the national championships. So, yeah, hoping there's light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, the Leinster Solo Piping and Drumming Championships are this weekend. Now, depending, of course, on when you listen to this podcast, but it's on the 11th of March. And that's in Palmerston Community Hall in Dublin. So, yeah, for those of you who are interested in the piping scene here in Ireland, there you are. It's a Solo Piping and Drumming Championship down there in sunny Dublin. Now, the closing date for entries were Tuesday, the 7th, all the way up to midnight. Uh, For anyone who wanted to get your entries in, well, if you're listening now, you're too late. But, yeah, check out Black Raven Pipe Band for full details. So, yeah, hopefully they will be posting a, a list of competitors, possibly, even a list of judges. Don't know because I don't think any of that has been released yet, but uh, hopefully that'll be released soon. So anyway, that's happening this weekend, the 11th of March, the Leinster Solo Piping and Drumming. Hopefully we'll get some results from that for you as well. Now, Kyle Rothschild Music. We've mentioned him a few times here on the show, uh, but just to give him another plug, he's currently running a Name That Tune competition. Don't know if you caught it or not, but Kyle Rothschild, he's been around for a good while now. He's a composer of notes and a current piper with St. Lawrence of Tool Pipe Band, of course. He released a brand new book full of all of his compositions, which is just simply amazing. If you haven't caught that book yet, go and get it now. (laughs) But he has composed a tune recently that he hasn't got a name for. And he says to me, uh, this is on the rap show, he says, Rab, I'm thinking of running a competition, you know, why don't we do this for a bit of fun and you can announce the winner? I said, okay, cool. So he's running this competition then where he has a video of him playing this tune. Now, it's I'll describe it to you. It's like piano and chanter together. It's like a, yeah, a piano piece with pipes on it. And, yeah, there's been so many great suggestions for names coming in already. Uh, so, yeah, go and check that out on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. You can drop a comment below his video. And yeah, who knows, your name of the tune may be chosen as a winner. There you go. (laughs) Now, let's talk about, when we're talking about composers, I have to give a special mention to Lincoln Hilton. Yes, Lincoln Hilton. He's been doing incredible stuff recently with composing of, of pipe band music and piping music in general. And of course, I'm going to be talking about the launch of his new website, mdpiping.com. Now that's, yeah, we all know Lincoln, he's involved with modern piping. That's what he calls it. So I think it's definitely an apt name because the way he's taking it in a new direction certainly is modern and it's fantastic to listen to. All of his videos that he seems to upload on Facebook and YouTube of that are incredibly popular and for good reason. Uh, So I urge you, go and check out mdpiping.com. What Lincoln is currently doing is he's running a subscription service. Now, this got me thinking, what, is this like Loot Crate or something? Do you know those boxes you pay like 30 quid a month and you get a load of, you know, plastic stuff sent to you in a box? <laughs> well, this is different. I'm actually, yeah, I would love this. You subscribe to mdpiping.com and every two months you will receive new tunes. Like spanking brand new off the press straight from the composer's hands. This is coming from Lincoln Hilton himself, Mark Saul, 
Ross Ainsley, Roddy McDonald, and a whole load more as you know as this thing progresses through the incoming year. These haven't been made into recordings yet, and some of them have never even seen the light of day. These are just some rough ideas. So these are going to be made exclusively for mdpiping.com. So, yeah, if you're into, into your modern piping and you want to hear the latest tunes coming from the, you know, the greatest composing minds in the piping world, there you go. Get to mdpiping.com. As I say, every two months, you'll get a selection of brand new tunes in your email box, I assume. There you go. So go and check that out. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, Friday the 10th is the New Zealand National Championships. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so excited. The last time the New Zealand Championships uh, rolled around, the standard of music that came from such a small, small place, you know, really, it was simply amazing. Like we had Manawatu down there playing a storm oh my word and then of course the new zealand police and i could just sit here and just name names come on but yeah the standard of music at the new zealand championships are just sky high and it's this weekend it's friday the 10th i cannot wait it's going to be amazing and i want to wish everyone there at the new zealand championships this weekend all the very best of luck. I'm sure you'll all have a great tune. Now, uh, there seems to be a number of different links for the live stream. I think the main one is Pipeband. That's B-A-N-N-E-D dot com. So, Pipeband dot com. They seem to be streaming the championships on the day. But I have noticed a few stragglers here and there offering the same sort of thing. So, I don't know. I've shared out the pipeband.com one on the Rab Show Facebook page, but I will be checking out the other links as well, just to see what they cover. Um, Because it's a big event. A lot of people are going to it. But, yeah, for those of us here in the likes of the UK and in America, even, stuff like that, you know, we're not going to be able to jump on a plane, fly to New Zealand, you know, the next day. (laughs) You know, it's quite a little bit away, but the piping scene down there is extremely strong. And the pool of talent they have, incredible. Yeah, so the live stream hopefully will be up and running. And you guys can join me and watching it from start to end because I will be glued. I've already kind of, yeah, booked my spot on the sofa. So <laughs> popcorn is bought. It shall be watched. Cannot wait. Really looking forward to the New Zealand Championships. Want to wish everyone who is there currently at the moment and preparing for the Championships, want to wish you all the very best of luck. Hope you have a great, great Championships. And yeah, I'm all extremely jealous. <laughs> I wish I was there. Now, in other news, Dyko Triumph Street. Yeah, as I've mentioned before, they have recently announced that they are going to be playing a dandy this incoming season. Well, yeah, they're in the news again, because the Adante drums and Dauco Triumph Street were all in action in sunny Armagh this past weekend. The Dauco Triumph Street pipe band hit the stage as part of a Drums of the World event. Now, I completely missed this. Um, if anything, I remember vaguely seeing an advert for it somewhere, and then it just kind of went to the back of my mind. I completely forgot. But I have to give props to uh, is it Loud Pipes Photography, and we love pipe bands. These guys managed to capture the event, videoed it. Thank goodness they did, because 
Yeah, the performance was great. So Gary Corkin, of course, in charge of the core, and the guys were on stage. And I think it could be possibly like half of a new MSR that they performed. Not sure. It could be a concert piece. I don't know. It's hard to gauge because obviously the pipe band weren't all together. It was just the drum corps. So we we didn't really get an idea if it was going to be a competition piece or not. But either way, we got to hear how the drum corps sounded as a unit together, all playing the new silver sparkly Adante drums. And it sounded great. I can't take away from it. Gary Corkin and co... Uh, certainly up the game <laughs> do you know what I mean they're, they're very tight core very very well played a lot of rise and fall just oh uh, yeah I was geeking out over the whole thing so it was great to see Gary with the drum on again and yeah great to hear the core in action so if you haven't caught it yet go over to We Love Pipe Bands or Loud, Pipe, Loud Pipes Photography the videos are up there go and check them out definitely worth a look we've also shared them out on the rap show page as well for your convenience so yeah worth a look now mccallum bagpipes are holding a road show yeah and it's this weekend the 11th of march the mccallum bagpipes road show is coming to northern ireland and it's going to be held in the Dunsilly hotel in antrim so that's this weekend hopefully with a bit of luck i'll get down to it but i'm not sure yet doors open at 7 p.m and tickets are a tenner Pipers on the night now. Where do you hear this? <laughs> Are you ready to start going? Ding! Yeah. Graham Drummond. Ding! Stuart McCallum. Ding! That's going to get annoying. I'm stopped dinging now. Wally McCallum. Kenny McLeod. Rory Crossart. Stuart Little. And Stephen Lesk. Now that's not too shabby a lineup. now really. Come on. So as I say, doors open at 7. Tickets are a tenner. And all proceeds go to... The music service for pipes and drums. So there you go. So that's the McCallum Bagpipes Roadshow. Now that's on the Saturday. But apparently now on the Sunday. There's also like an after party. Which is being held in the front page bar in Ballymena at 3pm. This has been called a survivors club. Apparently. And anyone who's going has been encouraged to bring an instrument. So... How awesome is this? You're going to get to hang out at the front page bar in Ballymena with the likes of Stuart McCallum, Willie McCallum, uh, Stuart Little, Stephen Lesk, you know, these great pipers, and just hang out, have a beer, play a few tunes. How awesome is that? That was going to, oh, just sounds incredible to me. So, yeah, I might need to sneak along to that. Anyway, Clocker and District Pipe Band. Go on the Clocker. They're running a night at the races. Now, this is to be held in Johnston's Bar, Saturday the 25th of March. The first race starts at 8pm sharp. Sharp? Yeah, sharp. <laughs> Just about talk. 8pm sharp, and all proceeds raised on the night will go towards the bands. You have to contact Clocker and District Pipe Band for full details. There you go. I've never actually been to one of these night at the races things. I wonder how they work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I have no clue how it works. But... Seems to be pretty popular. So a lot of bands seem to run it. And I turned the page on my script. Okay. Last piping news story for this week, unfortunately. But the Pipers have been selected to play for the 2017 gold and silver medals at the Argyleshire Gathering in Oban. Now, why am I even mentioning it this early? Like, come on, it's March. There's a very good reason for it. 43% of the gold medal entrants are not from the UK. 
Now, I'll give you that stat again. 43% are not from the UK in the gold medal. So this is believed to be the largest percentage of overseas contestants at a major UK solo event in piping history. Now, this is a first for all of the history books. So this makes this particular event really, really interesting. So... In a departure from previous years, there are no pipers being held on a reserve list for the event. Now, this is another first as well. Normally, there is like a reserve list. Say somebody pulls out or whatever, then they pull from the reserve list. But organisers didn't give a reason, but they said that they weren't going to have a reserve list this year. So, there you go. That functionality is now gone. But 43% in the gold medal, not from the UK, like completely international... This is going to be incredible to watch. So the Algarveshire Gathering will be on Wednesday, August the 23rd, and Thursday of August the 24th. Now that's August, so yeah, we've got a wee while to go, but a lot of excitement to build between now and then. And that's the Northern Beaten, of course, then will be on Thursday, August 31st, and Friday, September 1st. So that's the tail end then of August. So the Algarveshire Gathering will be watched with massive interest, I dare say. Yeah, I will certainly be watching it. So, yeah, apparently these competitions will also be some of the first with the new stringent rules, you know, that the Solo Piper judging panel had brought in that teachers are no longer allowed to judge their pupils. So this will put an extra twist on things. So, I don't know. It's just going to be really, really interesting to watch. For those of you who love your Solo Piping, yeah, they are guys you're gathering. The entrants have been chosen already. And such a large proportion of them not being from the UK. That is a first. That is a first for the history books. Definitely, definitely worth checking out. Grant, well, that's it for the piping news. You know what time it is. Time for me to scrap my script. Get out of here. And it's time for the topic of the week. Hello, this is Fred Morrison. And you're listening to The Big Rab Show. The Big Rab Show on Fuse FM, Balamont. Tuesday nights, 7pm to 9. They are the show for the piping folk. Reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping and of course pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing? Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 to 9 on Fuse FM, Balamone. Well, now here on the Big Rab Show podcast, we have a regular feature. It's the Topic of the Week. Yes, indeed. Time for Topic of the Week. It's that time of the week in the podcast where I get to slabber and annoy you on a particular topic that I think is fascinating. And of course, it has to be piping oriented, or otherwise you wouldn't be listening to it. Right, let's talk about it. What is this week's Topic of the Week? Relationships. Now, I know everyone's going, what? Relationships? What? Hear me out. (laughs) We all have that significant other. We all have a partner who, through one reason or another, has come along with us on our piping and drumming hobby, kicking and screaming. For a lot of us out there, and this is what I wanted to chat mostly about, is that a lot of people seem to have met their partner. Their significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, have met them through pipe bands. 
Now, I've, I've always been fascinated. I've never, I haven't married a piper or a drummer. Uh, but I do know a lot of households have, you know, mum and dad, and they're both pipers, and the other sons are all drummers. And you know, it's a whole family thing. But I'm just curious, how does the whole dynamic work? Like, for instance, I know one particular family who has a mother and a father and two kids, and all of them play in different bands. In fact, the couple who are married, the mum and dad, they are playing in two bands competing against each other in the same grade. Now, you tell me how that works. Imagine, for instance, if one of them was to lift a prize and the other one didn't. Imagine that car journey home. Oh, my word. Yeah, because you will bring your domestic stress into your band life and your band life into your domestic stress. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Me, myself, whenever I was curtain, my beautiful wife as she is now, but at the time I tried to get her involved in pipe bands. I encouraged her to lift the sticks and learn how to play tenor drum. At the time, I was a lead drummer, and I needed a tenor drummer. So I says to the girlfriend, Here, you lift the sticks, I need a tenor drummer. So she went for lessons. <laughs> and ended up, yeah, she pulled out the band for a couple of seasons. So, yeah, my wife has a good history of uh, experience in the piping world. But, uh, yeah, she's no longer involved in the piping scene at all. And if anything, I think she just kind of humours me as well. She goes, oh, there's the piping again. There's Raboy. You know, yeah, I think it's one of those things. I think a lot of people I remember talking to, um, a band seemed to have these associations. They're called like the Women's Association of whatever band. Well, the band that I was in had that particular thing, and they were all wives of the guys who played in the band. So it was kind of like its own little club. Like the fellas went to band practice and they were all sitting learning tunes and chattering about bands all night. And then the women all kind of gathered up and talked about how annoyed they were that, you know, their fellas were at practice two nights a week and then a competition on the Saturday. I don't know. It was very odd. Very odd. But uh, that is a real genuine thing. The pipe band widow. Now people always laugh at me whenever I talk about it, but it is a genuine thing. It really is. Like, I've seen countless, countless amounts of both male and female, by the way. I'm not being completely sexist here. But, um, yeah, both male and female just standing there holding capes, holding bottles of water, and looking on looking on their face as if somebody just farted. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, whenever you, whenever you go to chat to them, oh, hello, how are you? I'm bored out of my brain. All right, well, how's the band go? I could care less. All right, uh, yeah. And that's it. You know, the conversation is just dead in the water. But <laughs> pipe bands and relationships, I think it's one of those things. Every successful piper, every successful drummer, you know, if you have a romantic relationship at all with any significant other, there has to be a level of support there. You couldn't possibly do it on your own. You do need that kind of level of encouragement from home. Because, yeah, it's such, you know, a time-consuming hobby, if anything. There's hours and hours of practice at home to do. 
Then there's practice with the actual band. There's band practice to go to. And then, of course, there's concerts. There's social gatherings. There's fundraising events like that. We were just chatting about that night at the races there with Clocker and District. And then, you know, there's, there's competitions. And sometimes that involves overseas travel. You know, so that's a lot of time. You know, where you're not spending time on candlelit dinners. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that's not to say that pipe bands are there to break up relationships. Because in a lot of houses, pipe bands are there and they simply solidify the relationship. A lot of people out there that I am friendly with, of course, both of them are heavily involved in the pipe band world. And it just works. And I think those are the lucky ones. Uh, You know... Instead of having just one piping fan in the house, you've got two. And both are as supportive of each other. You know, it's incredible to see. So as one of them jumps into the car and throws on, say, the field marshal and the CD player, the argument is not, ugh, turn that off. Come on, are you listening to bands again? No. The argument is, I don't want to listen to field marshal. Put in Ferrari on. <laughs> or, you know, stick the buggies on. That's the argument. The argument's different. And I think that's the dynamic. So, if you guys out there have a significant other, have a partner, have a wife, fiancé, whatever, husband, yeah. What is your relationship like with both your partner and your hobby? Because you have to have some kind of an agreement there. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's kind of softly unspoken. But, um, yeah, you know, if you are involved in a hobby such as what we are, there is a large element of time involved. And for people who piping might not be their thing, you know, the music could possibly grind on them after a while. Like, I know, for me personally, I will speak for me. I know I'm probably giving away more than I should, but my alarm clock on my phone goes off in the morning. Now, I get up pretty early for work and my phone goes off and it wakes me up. So the alarm on my phone is an MSR. Because I know as soon as I hear that, you know, that opening E, bing, my eyes will open. And I'll go, what? What's that? I hear a band. Where is that? Something about my subconscious just suddenly wakes me up. Now, I've tried all the alarms to go beep, 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 beep. That doesn't work. But as soon as I hear a set of pipes, my eyes pop open. And it's weird, but I don't, that's just me. So I've been waking up to different MSRs, <laughs> different medleys, even some concert performances each morning. And my spouse just, uh, I think by now, has kind of learned either to accept it or just laugh it off. Or, do you know what I mean? It's before it would have went from irritation to anger to rage to, ugh. Forget about it. Nothing's going to change. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that's not to say that it was sheer rage that she was, oh, you will never listen to another band. But, you know, there has to be a level of understanding there that perhaps listening to bands 24-7 might annoy someone. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps I'm just talking about myself here. But let's talk about pipe bands in general and people who are single. Because yes, there's a lot of singletons out there in the piping world. Now we talked about this on our Valentine's Night 
show on Fuse. We were live on Valentine's and I encouraged pipers and drummers out there to message in and you know we got a lovely a lot of lovely dedications. You know, I'll play, you know, Highland Cathedral for my lovely husband and home. He does his favourite tune and all this. All this sort of stuff. You know, sending in lovely messages. And then there was one message from a guy saying he's spending Valentine's on his own and caught a play some chili pipers for him or something like that. And the me- the amount of messages that came flooding in then were like, oh, we'll have to get this guy set up. And he's a piping fan. Oh, come on, we're bound to find someone out there for him. And that started the crack then. I think it was Gail Graham, I think, from Bleary, uh, Blairian District, who had actually suggested like running, uh, what was it? It was like a, a blind date service or something for pipers and drummers. You know, like a dating service. I don't know, like one of these online things. That would be a, a, so funny. Like you fill in a profile, lonely tenor drummer seeks funny snare drummer to... <laughs> To drum into this, this, uh, to drum into the sunset together. Who knows? Do you know? I think it'll be hilarious if such a thing existed. That would be amazing. And if anything, somebody should invent that. That'd be a lot of fun. Lonely Piper seems, or Lonely Piper seeks aggressive bass drummer. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, singletons out there. The piping world is full of single people. And do you know what? As you're you know, socialising in the beer tents and all after. It's difficult sometimes, but what I've noticed is that whenever bands go to the beer tent, bands all stay together. Bands are all in their own wee cliques. Nobody mixes or mingles hardly. Well, sometimes they do. Depends how many beers I've had. But, um, yeah, I'm just wondering, you know, how do you single guys out there in the piping world meet other fellow piping fans? I don't know. Maybe that's a bit of a random question. But, yeah, because I, I, I met my missus outside of bands and I kind of dragged her in, kicking and screaming, saying, Here, you're a tenor drummer now, congratulations. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I do know, you know, there is a, there's possibly a need out there for, like, a dating service for pipers and drummers. I think, Gail, you could be on to something if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, who knows, we can maybe set that up on the Big Rab Show, you know. Yeah, have like a, lon- a Lonely Hearts part on the show. Eh, I don't know. don't know. <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, that's the topic of the week. Yeah, I get to ramble on whatever I want. But hey, you guys out there in the piping world, you know what I'm talking about. There has to be a level of support there if you do have a significant other. And if, especially if they're not in the piping scene. But if they are, then more part of your elbow. And yeah, definitely. Good luck to you if you're playing in competing bands, especially. That's the one thing that brought this topic to mind was that one family. Both kids are both learning. One's a piper, one's a drummer. And they're both playing in different bands as a result. And both mum and dad are also playing in competitive bands. And they're also competing against each other. And... I did ask the question, I said, how does that work? You know, all four, you put on four different uniforms, you know, and on the day of a competition, you all go your separate ways. I said, aye, but we all gather up in the afternoon and, you know, it's a good laugh and the results come out. I said, a good laugh? Really? Oh, gosh, sure, sure, it's good crack. And that's all I got. You know, I would want to know the serious, hard-hitting answer. What would happen 
if your band came first and the other one came flat last or something, you have bragging rights then over the dinner table. <laughs> your band's crap. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, shut your face and do the dishes. <laughs> I'm just so curious to see how that would work, but hey, do you know what? Piping and drumming has brought so many people together. And yeah, for those that have found love out of it, I think fantastic. Well done, Diaz. And uh, yeah, definitely, as I've said it before, more part of your elbow. And yeah, I've been contacted by a lot of people, especially in the Valentine's show kind of hit home. And I kind of thought, wow, you know, there's there's a lot of love in the piping world. <laughs> a lot of pipers and drummers are all getting married and curtain and all that. And, you know, it's a big world out there, big piping world. But, uh, yeah, I am curious as well. You know, there is a thing called the Pipe Band Widows and all of that. So, yeah, I thought it was a decent enough topic to talk about. If you are interested at all in anything that I have brought up on the topic of the week... I doubt it. <laughs> but if you have, maybe you're curtain a particular piper and trying to understand the piping scene uh, by listening to us. Who knows? If so, good luck. Um, <laughs> no, no, seriously. But uh, yeah, definitely message us into the show. Get us a, a shout on Facebook, which is The Big Rab Show, or you can reach us on Twitter as well, at Big Rab Show. And we still haven't got an email address sorted yet. Dang, I just realised. I said on last week's podcast we were going to have an email address. <sighs> Rubbish. I still haven't done it yet. But the messages are still floating through. We're getting piles in. If anything, I'm getting a lot of listeners who's tuning in from the States. So hello everyone who's stateside. Hi. And thanks a million for tuning in, by the way. I really appreciate it. Hopefully sometime you'll be able to catch the live show that we have here on Tuesday nights, 7pm UK time. Plus we're repeated on a Saturday, 7pm UK time. So, yeah, hope you can catch the live show as well, guys. Anyway, I have to give a special shout then to everyone who has subscribed on iTunes. Thank you to everyone who subscribed to the podcast on there. Uh, Yeah, I really appreciate it. And if anything, I would ask you if you could spend, I don't know, maybe two or three minutes of your time, now when this podcast is finishing up, to give us a rating on iTunes. It really means a lot, you know, yeah, give us four or five stars and give us a wee write-up just to say, aye, the show's dead on. Do you know what I mean? It would really help a lot. I would appreciate it. Plus, tell your mates. Yeah, tell your mates about the podcast. Because if anything I'm noticing as each episode rolls on, people are only just finding out. As I said before, people are just discovering the show. So, yeah, keep it going. You know, tell your mates. Let them know that this piping podcast exists and we talk about what we love. And that is the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe. I think no matter all the topics that we talk about, the music has to be central to it all. We could talk about relationships, we could talk about pipe band fashion, we could talk about all sorts of different things around the piping world. But essentially when it boils down to it, it's the love of that instrument. Just that tone that just raises the hair in the back of your neck. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1, and until next time, we'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.